Hello and welcome to the podcast Interactive Functions in App Magazines. When I get requests for app magazines or app publications or brochures for an app, I sometimes get asked what interactive functions are possible? What interactive functions do you offer in the course of your app magazine service? I did a video about this topic where I show you some um, real-life examples from my previous works that I did on an iPad and to show you how certain interactive functions or multimedia functions look like and how they work. The link to this video um, on my website is in the podcast description. But now I want to um, tell you something about what is possible. Of course, you can set links within an app. This is especially useful when you need some sort of navigation or menu. Imagine you have an app magazine that is comprised of, let's say, 50 articles, and on article number 14, you want to jump back to your favorite article number 22, let's say. So you can have a navigation bar or a menu bar that allows you to go to a specific article within your app. Or also when you have uh, very long scrolling pages, like you have long articles, the, uh, the, 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 the normal back to top buttons that you also see on websites, for instance. So links within an app. Then of course you can have links to a website. And the, of course you can have a link to a website that opens in, let's say, a, a, new, a new app, like the Safari app on an iPad. But what I recommend, what is much better, is to open the link in an in-app browser. So let's say you have an app brochure or an app magazine and you talk about the products that you sell on an online shop. So for every product, there is a link to that product on your online shop. So if you go, if you tap on this link, you want that person to not di disappear somewhere else on the internet. You want this person to go only to that product on your web shop and then after a purchase, go back again into the app. And this is possible with the so-called in-app browser. So when you tap a website button, uh, an in-app browser within the app, within your app magazine opens and the only thing you can do is, is navigate on that website or close that in-app browser. There is no address line or address field where you can type in another website so you don't, or your customers, your readers don't get lost on the internet. This is very handy. Then you can set links to an email. So when you tap on it in your app publication, the mail program opens from within the app. You can also have automatic slideshows, automatic photo slideshows, either full screen or in a smaller size, and they run in a loop either until the end of, uh, of, of a certain um, section or period of photos or in an endless loop. Then you can of course also have photo galleries that you can manually swipe through or tap through with either narrow bars left or right or preview the next photo or you just swipe through the pictures also again as full picture or smaller you can also embed pdf files also uh, it's possible to zoom in and zoom out of pictures or some 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 other uh, content like pdfs what is the, the classic thing for app magazines, I think, are so-called hotspots with additional information. I did an, um, a dummy for uh, an app magazine for an architecture magazine and there was a full uh, screen picture of a bridge and there were, and I placed um, 
um, certain plus buttons on different sections of that bridge picture and whenever you tapped on the button uh, like a pop-up opened with some short text to describe and to tell the user more about this element of that bridge. So this is very handy. Um, the same principle works for active and inactive elements. Imagine you have a picture again which is grayed out and certain parts of the picture that you offer additional information for are colored. This is an active element, so you have a, a colored part of a picture plus a text box showing more info about this certain part of the picture. And then when you tap on another part of the picture, the, the previous part is grayed out again and a new info box opens. So active and inactive elements and also hotspots work with, with, the, same, with the same interactive function on app magazines. I love doing that, I love implementing that. Then another thing is something very, very um, nice, I think. It's the so-called reveal effect. And to make you imagine that better, I want to, to give you an, um, <laughs> literally an image. Imagine you have um, a photo of uh, a beautiful car and you have a photo with the exact same car but with a beautiful woman sitting, into it, sitting in it, for example. So you have that uh, first you have that car, you see that picture of the car only without the woman and when you swipe from left to right slowly with your finger, the woman magically appears in the car. So you basically put two photos together and you swipe or you reveal, this is what's called the reveal effect, you reveal uh, the picture that's beneath the top picture. You can do all sorts of things with that. You can do that from left to right or from uh, top to bottom also if you want. Then there is a so-called pull-out tab, and as the name already suggests, you can pull out um, a tab of text or info or, or, or um, pictures, an image, from the border, from the edge of your screen into the middle of the screen. And then you can um, pull it back in, or pull it back out, so to speak. What you can also do is uh, you can embed full websites but of course you should make sure that those websites are responsive. So this is always a bit tricky, it works a little bit like iframe. I don't like doing that personally and I also don't really recommend it. Apart from embedding a whole website, which doesn't make too much sense of course, you can also embed certain HTML code snippets. Such an HTML code snippet also works for the next effect. Um, this, this is the scratch off effect and I'm sure you know these kind of scratch cards um, you basically, you don't do this with a coin in your iPad, please, but you do this with your finger. Uh, to give you an example, I did this for a Christmas cookie recipe. I had a Christmas cookie recipe as an infographic in an iPad app. And on top of that, I had a beautiful winter image, a beautiful winter photo. And when you, when you swipe that or scratch that with your finger, the top picture, exactly why you swipe with your finger, the... Christmas cookie recipe infographic from the bottom shows through. It's a little bit like the reveal effect, but it's more really with where, where exactly you tap with your finger, this section gets revealed. This is the HTML code snippet for the scratch off effect. Another very nice interactive function I can embed into app magazines is the 360 degree view. This is perfect for, let's say, products or technical products or cars or something like that. Um, 
I'm sure this is self-explanatory 360 degree view. You basically swipe with your finger and the product or the image um, runs through in a 360 degree angle. So you see every, every, you see the picture from every angle. However, in order to achieve this effect, um, I as the app designer need at least 30 high resolution images from different angles of this product. Otherwise this doesn't work. What is also possible are animations. Oh, animations. Well, I always, I always find it important that the animations are tapped in basically and, and activated by a tap and not run automatically. Because if you have um, animated buttons, let's say, that blink all the time while you want to read the text on, on an iPad, it really sorry to say that really fucks your eyes up it really is very annoying and you want to instantly close that app down or swipe onto the next page so i definitely don't recommend to have blinking buttons all the time but subtle animations especially when they're when they're activated by a tap by a finger tap uh, can be supportive for the content of your app for example if you have an annual report as an app you can tap on a button and um, let's say digit numbers come up or uh, let's say 20% revenue growth and from 1 to 20% via via activation by a tap this number grows this would be a nice animation that makes sense um, what you can also do is um, to have scrollable text or scrollable images scrollable content within within your um, within your screen um, what is also very nice is audio files embedding audio files either with autoplay or play by tap with or without pause function. Um, there is very obviously a big trend towards audiobooks, audio files, audio content podcasts. I mean, you're, you're following this trend already as you listen to a podcast right now. Um, it's, it, it's quite a nice idea to read um, an editorial letter um, in an audio file. For example, when you open an app magazine or when you have an annual report, you tap the audio button and the, and the chairman, the CEO, speaks um, a few sentences as an audio file. This, is, this gives a quite a personal touch to this app and I think this is a quite nice idea. Or you can also read out interviews as an audio file. And last but not least, video content. You can either embed the video file into the app or you can stream it from the internet when you embed the video file into the app this makes of course the app size the app file size much bigger however you can also consume this app offline in offline mode when you're on the plane or you're on the train driving through tunnels etc um, so you guaranteed have never ever that problem that there is that running circle on the on the video frame and nothing gets going nothing gets played because this is really annoying um the other thing is video to, to to stream videos to embed a video that is streamed from vimeo or youtube or another server for example so this keeps the app file size small but of course you need to be online in order to watch this video as i said before um, i show you all these functions in uh, a video on my iPad for projects that I did in the past and the link to this video on my website is in the podcast description.